0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Oh, hey, what are you doing here? Just kidding. I know you're here for Low Vision Moments, the podcast all about those sometimes frustrating, potentially embarrassing, but often pretty comical things that happen when you are just trying to go about your day with a visual impairment, Blindness or albinism. I'm your host, Jenny. Listen, it's a good thing this is an audio only podcast because, well, let me tell you what we're dealing with here, okay? At the top of my head, we've got a messy old bun. It's been there all day, strands of hair flying everywhere. I've got a bright purple long sleeve shirt, the free kind that you get at a road race. I've got on a very old, very muddy black pair of running pants which I've had on since this morning's walk and jog with my dog, Rory. And to really pull the whole look together, I've got a big old fat pair of slide-on sandals, very comfy in very stylish black. So there you have it. You're probably wondering why the hell am I telling you all of this useful information, especially when it's a particularly unappealing outfit, if we're being honest. Well, I'm telling you because today we are here to share our wardrobe malfunctions. Even if we haven't seen much of each other over the past couple of years, my guest today is one of my oldest and dearest friends and definitely by far one of the most consistently fashionable people I've I've really I've ever known but I've known this person longer than I've known my own husband when I thought about it I think it's something like something ridiculous like 25 years or something I think that we've known each other but we've been to summer camp together we've done stints at the Halifax school for the blind together this person is active they're hardworking. she's my good friend She's Stephanie Berry. Steph, what do you want the folks to know about you?
0: Oh, thanks so much for the introduction, Jenny. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy that you invited me to come on. So my name is Stephanie. I live about maybe two kilometers away from Jenny in the <laughs> North End, Halifax, in my new home, which is 104 years old. I live with my partner, Dan, and my other half, my extension, my guide dog, Neela and I work as a social worker. I have Lieber's congenital amaurosis type 13, which is my eye condition. So I can see mainly now just light and dark and some shadows. I really don't have much usable vision. I used to have more, not a lot more, but I had more and I was able to see colors and some shapes. And at one time I was able to read some large print as well. I like to travel. I like to try new things. we have done some traveling with Jenny as well through the years. And I like clothes and I like to shop. And I am the queen of wearing mismatched socks.
1: <laughs> I hear that's good luck. <laughs>
0: well, I don't know. Maybe.
1: <laughs> so today we're here to talk about wardrobe malfunctions. And just speaking for myself... I am not referring to anything particularly scandalous or sexy. No nip slips over here, okay? Let me tell you my first low vision moment. So I'm getting ready to go out one evening. I very carefully picked out my outfit well in advance. I laid it out on the bed and then I proceeded to go and get showered and do what it is I do to my hair, which is not very much. I attempt to put makeup on, which again, bit of a dummy in that area, but I do my best. (laughs) So then I (laughs) return to the bedroom. It's probably been a good, you know, 45 minutes. I take long showers. It's been about 45 minutes. I come back into the bedroom to get to get dressed. So I'm finishing drying my hair and I, I glance over at the bed and I see curled up on the bed what i believe to be my kitty now i have a black kitty she's tiny she's just a little thing so i start chatting to her i start saying oh kitty did you eat your wet food too fast and now you're sleeping it off and then i think oh that's odd you know she's usually very vocal she's not responding she must be really sleepy or whatever so i say oh you're quiet and then i reach over to pet her and i realize this is not my cat it's in fact a pair of black tights that I had laid out on the bed for, from earlier. <laughs> so
0: classic, classic.
1: Here I am talking to an inanimate object. I don't know where the cat was, but it wasn't on the bed and clearly I had forgotten I had placed those those tights there. <laughs> At least I was alone, right? That's one of those I'm alone, I can keep this to myself for as long as I want low vision moments. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know how many I don't have that exact story, but I I don't know how many times I've kept talking thinking someone was still there and they've walked away from me. So it kind of reminds me of that.
1: <laughs> don't don't do that listeners. Let it let 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 your friends know when you're leaving, when you're walking away. If they don't see well, let them know you're exiting, please. Public service announcement ended. So, have you ever mistaken one thing for another maybe? I know that one time someone asked me, you know,
0: how do you pick out your clothes and how do you, you know, even when they're in your dress or in your closet, like, how do you know what's what? And I was explaining to them that I often feel and I can remember the textures or the design of a specific shirt and that once I know the color, I usually always remember it. And it like, I see it in my head as though, okay, that's my, you know, blue shirt. And I said, like, you know, like, I know the shirt I'm wearing is white. And they stopped me and they said, well, actually, your shirt is pink. And I said, <laughs> oh, oh my God, it is. I never knew it was pink. I This whole time I had it, I didn't know it was pink. I thought it was white.
1: <laughs> Maybe you washed it with something red. Yeah. And it became pink. Yeah. That's so funny. I was going to say it's a lot of, with, with somewhat, for someone with your level of vision, it's a lot of memorization, right? Or you yeah. have, there are some other tools that people use. Some people label their clothes. Like you can get labels that you put on the tag and it's almost like a barcode. And then you get like the audible information, like, you know, blue crop top or whatever, right?
0: Yes. And I have used occasionally especially if I'm really not like sure and not wanting to mess it up. I uh, occasionally will use like an app, like the seeing AI or I use Ira or be my eyes or one of those apps just to make sure I'm choosing what I think I'm choosing.
1: I never see. A, and I, we're from different perspectives. I have low vision. I I have a ton of late perception too much. You know, I, I see color colors are my thing. Colors. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pops of color are what I gravitate towards Mm -hmm. and in getting ready for this episode I had to kind of I actually kind of thought about like why do I make some of the wardrobe choices that I make and I realized you know for as long as I can remember I've always been kind of like flashy I guess for lack of a word I like bright colors Mm -hmm. I like things that not everybody else is wearing and i th- i kind of think part of it is that it visual thing where it's when i'm out shopping it's still quite even though i can i can kind of see far and wide there's very little detail involved so browsing shopping for clothes isn't something i can really do either i have to kind of go in with what i want in mind or pick up and touch and look at everything <laughs> very closely and Mm -hmm. that takes forever I think that's why I don't like shopping so much but if if I'm just out perusing it's going to be the bright things that are going to catch my eye and then I think the other thing that sort of popped in my mind was in school in particular I stood out and people noticed that I stood out and they made a point to let me know about that And that happens when you have, you know, white hair and whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe the other part of it was, well, hey, I'm standing out anyway. I might as well give people something to look at. So (laughs) let's slap some bright colors on here, put some platform sneakers down there. And I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, you totally embraced it. You totally embraced it. Whereas I think when I was a teenager, I was trying to not stand out and to do whatever I could not to stand out, which I don't even know how I did that at the time. I guess it was because I had a little bit more vision, Mm -hmm. Um, but you didn't really have that choice. So it's almost like you just kind of embraced it.
1: But I think something else that helps you blend in is just you're you're very, I don't know, you're easygoing and you're like, you're just, you're very social. Do you know what I mean? Like you can... Mm -hmm. You're a friendly person, right? But anyways, Uh, let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you a story about running. I've been running for like nine years now. You think I know what I'm doing by now? I kind of do. But in the beginning, I had a really difficult time finding the right gear in the beginning, particularly pants, especially when I started running outdoors more because I want long pants for coverage from the sun but i need something super duper breathable because i i sweat like a whore in church so i finally settled on this pair of nike running pants and they had the right you know drawstring at the top nice and high rise that I like and they went down almost all the way to the ankle but not quite so it was like okay I can slap some sunscreen on the lower part of my calf this is great I'll be able to breathe so I try them out the first time and it's like July so it's really hot I take these pants out for a run and I'm not like. I don't know, maybe one kilometer in. That's usually when I start to get my stride and to start to 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 hit my peak temperature. <laughs> so about one kilometer in, I start thinking, oh my God, like I, I'm so hot. I feel sick. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep going. But I'm stubborn. So I did. I finished the run. But it was the just the steamiest, hottest run of my entire life I was sweating from places I didn't know you could sweat from and I was like it's got to be these damn pants this is the only thing that I've changed I didn't eat anything weird like I'm not sweating out spicy food so I get home I shower off and then I'm like I got to figure out what's what's wrong with these pants because they didn't feel like to the touch they're not like insulated or anything So I get my magnifier out and I had done this in the store. I should, I I should backtrack a little and say I had taken the magnifier out. I use my phone as my magnifier to read all the tags to get all of the information. So I know what the hell it is I'm buying. Clearly I had missed something the first time I looked over the tags in the store, because when I looked this time, I see on the tag, it's like cold weather running gear. These pants will keep you warm. All this kind of garbage. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not what I need. I don't even need that in the winter. It, it's got to be like minus 10, 15 degrees for me to even need long sleeves in the winter when I'm running. Like that's, I run hot. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, it was disgusting. And I couldn't, re- I can't return the pants now. So they're just they're just there sitting in the, in the closet, not ever being used. So, Hey, if you need a pair (laughs) of cold weather running pants, that'll keep you nice and toasty. But yeah, I, that's something I never really thought about. It's, it's
0: true. Like all the little things that when you can't see or you're visually impaired, it's just like, it's a little bit more extra work, a little bit more daunting to get all the equipment and even just to go out shopping. Cause I do go shopping alone for clothes. Like a couple of weeks ago, I have a couple of... Usually I'll have a few stores that I'll go to myself. um, And I'll ask for help when I go by myself. And I'll give them an idea of what I'm looking for. But, you you know, customer service can be hit or miss. And I've had some really Mm. good experiences, though, with some... Especially I find in all women's stores where it's all women's clothing.
1: Do you remember the time we were at a goal ball tournament and we were in the elevator and this isn't so much a wardrobe malfunction it's more of a makeup malfunction maybe but do you remember at a goal ball tournament in the we were in Michigan and um, for that like annual tournament we used to go to mm-hmm. and there was another athlete in the elevator with us and they felt that I don't know how they said it, but they commented on your makeup and I was just like so rubbed me the wrong way. It was how they said it. Do you remember that? I do. And I
0: remember being kind of put off and a bit shocked because I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I think it was something to do with lip gloss. And, you know, sometimes if I rush my lip gloss, which I probably did, I probably put it on a little bit too sloppy and didn't quite take the time to make sure that I didn't have like a little bit above my lip or below my lip or whatever it was. But I just remember it being funny that it was like someone who was probably legally blind pointing it out to me. Um, And I hadn't
1: noticed. I was, the elevator's not big. So I was there with you. And that's the other thing that surprised me. I was like, dude, you can see that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I know. Like they must have been looking at me pretty hard. Like that's a little awkward for me, but um
1: I think I, I think I responded. I think I I rudely interjected. I probably should have just kept my mouth shut. But they it was just the way they said it. They said something like, nah, nah, don't you know your don't you know your lip glosses? And, nah, nah, nah. and I was just like, dude, we are all here because we are all blind. I said something <laughs> like that. I was like, bro. And they must've just had good, you know, maybe they had sharp central or peripheral vision. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many different types of vision loss. They, they might have a crisp, they, but they were using their crisp eyesight on your lips. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like it, but It reminds me of another time I was away with some folks who are visually impaired and blind and we were at a train station and this woman yelled at this other girl from across the lineup. And this girl was also blind that that she was yelling at and said like, hey, your fly's down. And and I was like, whoa, like, and it was actually, (laughs) I'm sorry. it was great and I was like whoa like these people are not shy like I was in the state I was in New York City so you oh, know you're,
1: oh okay you're my my last guest is from New York yeah. so if if people have listened this all ties together
0: <laughs> yeah I mean you tell it like it is but I remember thinking like it didn't seem like the girl who was blind who she had yelled this at was like embarrassed at all she was just like oh thank you and <laughs> i was kind of like oh okay well i guess like just but for me i think i would have been a little embarrassed to have it yelled out in front of
1: everybody but (laughs) i'm just it's just such a funny scenario (laughs) no it
0: it reminds me of that situation like (laughs) awkward like okay um moving on (laughs) i'll fix that i think
1: because there's a way, there's a way to let someone know that they've got toothpaste down the front of their shirt yes. or that, you know, there's, there's a way to mention that type of thing. And it's not, Hey, what's that white stain on your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You would probably prefer that people just don't shout it at you, right? You want people to let you know, right?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like, and I've, I worked in an office for six years where I had one woman in particular who I knew if something was wrong, she would tell me. Now, maybe sometimes she might have done it a little bit too publicly for my liking, but I was often alone before I'd go to work. So no one would actually see me before I'd show up at the office, right? And also, I like to wear a tiny bit of makeup. I like the idea of mascara, but I've had some mascara mishaps and where you know one of my my coworker would say okay you have a little tiny black dot like on on your nose or like something like that and so then I would have to wash it off but it obviously hasn't embarrassed me enough to deter me from using it because I still do sometimes even though I really don't even know if it makes me look better or how it looks but I can imagine how it's supposed to look
1: so but if nothing else, and it helps you feel put together, right? Like you're, exactly. yeah. you know, you're putting your best self out there, right? Yeah, like I've put some effort in. And
0: one of the things that's happened to me a lot too, that I've done more than probably a few times, sometimes someone's pointed it out to me. And sometimes I've realized on my own and been like, oh my goodness, I got to fix this, is mm-hmm. buy something new. And there's like a sticker on it, right? Like a sticker that says like small or whatever. And yep. I'm, you know, I show up somewhere, I show up at work and I'm like, oh my God, I still have a sticker on my pants or, oh oh my God, I still have a sticker on my
1: shirt and I'm pulling it off. Like, did anybody notice that? I hope not. you just, you're just like doing it slowly because it makes that <laughs> noise, right? So you're just like, yeah, like trying to do a little bit at a time. So no one notices. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I yeah. just imagine.
0: But a lot of it comes down to rushing in the morning because I'm like, I
1: should have noticed that probably
0: but i just didn't feel it i did wherever i put my hands it just didn't go over it and
1: so it, it and i've i've done that too i've done that many I, i've done it actually <laughs> with sunglasses so when you buy sun when i bought a pair of sunglasses there's like a little sticker in the corner i think it said the size so i had been walking around in these for like a good couple of days at least and then my husband says he's like why did you leave this sticker on these are you thinking about returning them like what sticker what are you talking about and so i took them off and obviously investigated much more closely (laughs) yep sure enough big old sticker right in the lens but there's no glancing and seeing these things do you know what i mean like you've got to really put intention with with my level of vision you still have to really put the intention in it to to you know fine-tooth comb your whole look from head to toe. This is time consuming. It's extra so, effort for sure. Yeah. So I actually have a little bit of a, a little bit of a re- maybe reverse low vision moment, a little bit of a win where I was surprised that I, I did see something and I helped someone else out. Uh, when I was living in Vancouver, I was sitting at, I think I was sitting at like a first choice haircutters. I was getting a cheap haircut. I was very poor at the time. So, I'm sitting in a chair and there's sort of a lineup forming in front of me for people like checking in for drop-ins to get their haircut. And there's a gentleman standing in front of me. He's like maybe a foot and a half away from me. It's quite a tight space. And he's standing in front of me and I see down his crisp jeans Uh, one of those big size stickers that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. But it's go, it goes from like his ass, like all the way down to his knee. It's like one of those big suckers. So I was like, Ooh, oh my God, I can't believe it. Ooh, I'm going to help this guy out. Like, I was so excited that I was able to spot it and help that person because I was like, oh no, I feel for you. I really do. How long have you been walking around Vancouver (laughs) with that sticker stuck to your ass? (laughs) Nobody told you. Yeah, no. I felt good about that. That's awesome. Now, have you ever like put on someone else's hat or jacket or whatever at a gathering have you ever like left with someone else's coat
0: no not someone else's coat but the only thing i can think of that i did which isn't really a part of my direct wardrobe but is a part of me is i i have taken my sister's guide dog by accident um So I uh, was home at Christmas, and both our dogs look very similar. Well, it was our previous dogs. Uh, mine was Jacuzzi, and hers was Pogo, and uh, they're very similar, except for one's female and male, and they're a little bit la- little one's a little bit larger than the other, but they look very similar. And I was going to a friend's, and I was just going to bring the dog without the harness. I was getting a drive, and I just grabbed one of the dogs, and then I got halfway there, and I realized. <laughs> This isn't my dog. <laughs> what, what was the clue? I don't even remember. I must have felt like went down and been like, wait a minute. This is there's something feels different about this dog. It's not mine. That's too funny. I have brought two different pairs of sneakers to the gym. <laughs> Got there, took the bus. <laughs> you know, it's a bit of an effort to get yourself there when you're tired and taking the bus there and navigating through the mall to get to the gym. And then So I realized, many
1: opportunities to back out.
0: <laughs> yeah, but all the effort to get there. And I, and I realized once I get there, I'm in the locker room. Oh, my God, I got two different pairs of shoes. And I was like, what do I do? Do I just go home? And I was like, no, I'm going to wear these two different sh- pairs of shoes. I can't see people if they're looking at me funny. So that's probably a bit of a benefit. <laughs> Absolutely. And I thought, I'm just going to go do a short workout somebody's probably going to notice. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. And so I did it. And I just was like, I don't care. Like I it was a mistake. Uh, They both fit me. So that's good. And you know, obviously, moving forward, you're a little bit more careful. But it's so easy for things like that to happen when you can't see.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. And and the thing is, is like you had put in all that effort to get yourself there. But if someone was to see you in mismatched shoes, my hope would be their only thought would be, "Damn, she like she's committed. That's commitment." <laughs> yeah. This bitch got here and she found out she had two wrong shoes, and she stayed, and she's here completing her workout. You're probably like you probably help some, you you know, you might've helped someone stay on that spin bike a little bit longer. If this chick can show up in two different (laughs) shoes, I can put in five more minutes on the Stairmaster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think
0: that probably does happen sometimes where people are like, this person shows up to the gym and they're blind. Um, right. You know, even though I know I'm just a human being who wants to do the same things as other people, but it, there is more yeah. effort and it is harder. Like, there's no question. There's a lot of things that are harder about it. You know, not being able to do Well, that's the, machines. that's the reality. Yeah. And also, I feel like I'm at a point now where I'm like, okay, if somebody cares that much to, you know, spend a significant time looking or gawking or laughing at my mishap, like, get a life because shit happens in life. And if that's the only thing that they can focus on, but I I genuinely think most people are focused on their own lives and doing their own thing. So I think so too. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm realizing that more and more as I get older, like people don't give a shit about what I'm doing. They don't, they don't care about me. I used to really worry about, you know, standing out or looking stupid when I fall in a pothole, like, Uh you know, these are things that have yeah <laughs> these are things that are going to happen oh yeah and it's just it's just it is what it is and and i'm not, I, I i wasn't trying to I don't want people to think that we're out here at, when when I when we show up at the gym with the wrong stuff, we don't go forward because we want to inspire people. <laughs> That's not why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just I think instead of judging people or you know not taking a second to think about hmm, maybe there's a good reason why they have mismatched shoes today. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a good reason why they are. I don't know. Like I've graduated to a new level of dog owner. I wear a fanny pack now. So I've reached (laughs) a level of adulthood where I give very few shits about Mm -hmm. how I look when I leave the house. If I'm out walking the dog, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to be somewhere nice, obviously I want to look my best. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've left the house with a banana in my pocket because I knew I was going to need to eat. And, you know, in my 20s, I don't think I would have been bold enough to leave my house with a banana in my coat pocket yeah that would like people would think I look silly yeah now I really couldn't care any less
0: oh yeah no me too I I mean I've evolved over time significantly and I don't well I guess I wear a fanny it's not quite a fanny pack but I have a, a treat bag that I wear for the dog and I remember with my first dog jacuzzi I was in my 20s and I was like am I gonna have to wear this all the time like Uh, it's not going to look good with some of my, you know, dresses and stuff like that. But now, I mean, COVID's kind of changed that I'm working from home. I think my style is a bit more relaxed the maturity of the time. So I just am more about practicalities and like making things easy for me. So I think less about that kind of stuff than I used to.
1: Oh, geez. Well, this has been fun as usual. We always have such a good time together. It's, it's just, it's just easy. It's so easy when we get together to have a good time. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Steph, thank you for the riveting chat as always. You know, what's interesting is after high school, Steph and I sort of went our separate ways. She went to university, I stayed in Moncton, New Brunswick and partied a little too much and spent money on stupid shit while working. I eventually went to college and I eventually moved out west. But years later, after we sort of went off and did our own thing for a little while, I moved back to Halifax. And as luck would have it, Steph was also living here in Halifax at the time. And just a few days after moving here, I found her on the street corner. I'm just kidding. I, I did I did find her on the sidewalk, though. But the funny thing is, like, what are the odds of two blind broads bumping into each other, finding each other in, in the city like that? All I'm saying is I'm glad that we did. Listeners, I really need you to let them rip this time. I have got to hear your wardrobe malfunctions. And tell me what you want to hear. What are your episode theme ideas? Send an email to podcasts at ami.ca or leave a voicemail at 1-866-509-4545. Oh, once more, that phone number is 1-866-509-4545. Make sure to mention low vision moments in the message, please and thanks. Come and follow me on Instagram. Find me there under Uber Blonde 4. That's U B E R B L O N D E and the number 4. Thank you to the sharp-dressed man in the technical producer chair, Jacob Szymanski. Thank you, thank you to manager at AMI Audio, Andy Frank, who we all know is working over there in his pajamas. You can't hide, Andy. We see you. And I don't know who you guys call on a Sunday afternoon when technology is going haywire, but I call on Mark Aflalo, saver of podcast episodes. And thank you, of course, you lovely listeners. Until next time, what are you wearing?